This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. Pretty decent fashion. Nailed as an attempt by the Democrat Party running these impeachment inquiry proceedings to put three college professors in particular before the people who would make comments that supported the impeachment of the president of the United States. And they got that from three of the professors. They did not get it from one of the professors, Professor Turley from George Washington Law School who said that they are moving too fast a pace with regard to these proceedings, and in so doing, they are running roughshod over the impeachment process, and it is they, the Democrat Party, in the midst of these impeachment inquiry hearings that may be in violation of the constitutional framework. 866-423-9578. He said abuse of power. Yeah, the Democrats may be responsible for a massive abuse of power with regard to these proceedings. I talked in the last hour about how these proceedings turned a tad ad hominem. That happened a little bit later while we were on the air and as we were closing our show. Professor Pamela Carlin testifying in favor of the president's impeachment as opposed to merely offering an academic opinion about the employment of impeachment or historical overview with regard to impeachment was of the opinion that the president did indeed need to be impeached. 866-423-9578. 866-423-WLQV. Dial that number. Join the conversation on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show. Yeah, the Stanford University law professor uh, had this to say early on. But everything I read on those occasions tells me that when President Trump invited, indeed demanded foreign involvement in our upcoming election, he struck at the very heart of what makes this a republic to which we pledge allegiance. That demand, as Professor Feldman just explained, constituted an abuse of power. Indeed, as I want to explain in my testimony, Drawing a foreign government into our elections is an especially serious abuse of power because it undermines democracy itself. Yeah, she sounds like she's thoroughly convinced the president broke some law, but there is absolutely no demonstration based on the word of the president, based on the transcript of the phone call, based on the response verbally of the president of the Ukraine, President Zelensky, to go to those lengths or draw those conclusions. Nothing speaks to the nature of a crime being committed or the abuse of power. What we're talking about here is a difference in stylistic approach to foreign diplomacy. And that, in addition to the fact that it's just Donald Trump that has everybody upset, evidenced by Carlin's later testimony in response to a question from Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. What comparisons, Professor Carlin, can we make between kings that the framers were afraid of? and the president's conduct today. So kings could do no wrong because the king's word was law, 
And contrary to what uh, President Trump has said, Article 2 does not have, give him the power to do anything he wants. And I'll just give you one example that shows you the difference between him and a king, which is the Constitution says there can be no titles of nobility. So while the president can name his son baron, he can't make him a baron. Yeah, and she thought very smugly that that was uh, somehow an incredible play on words. But Matt Getz, the representative and Republican, part of the proceedings didn't. Now, let me also suggest that when you invoke the president's son's name here, when you try to make a little joke out of referencing Baron Trump, that does not lend credibility to your argument. It makes you look mean. It makes you look like you're attacking someone's family, the minor child of the president of the United States. An NBC News reporter reported on the fact that the first lady weighed in via the Twitter sphere. Really what's been causing the most outrage from the White House is not the law professor's legal opinions. It's how one of them made their point, bringing up the president's 13-year-old son, Barron, into the discussion when talking about the limits of the president's power as outlined in Article 2 of the Constitution. That line drew backlash from the First Lady, Melania Trump, who tweeted this moments ago, a minor child deserves privacy and should be kept out of politics. Pamela Carlin, you should be ashamed of your very angry and obviously biased public pandering using a child to do it. Yeah, I guess that's what you could expect when you go after the child of a woman like Melania Trump, First Lady of the United States, when there is absolutely no reason to invoke the name of the minor child of the first couple. 866-423-9578-866-423. WLQV White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham. Uh, She responded by saying in a tweet, classless move by a Democrat witness, Professor Carlin uses a teenage boy who has nothing to do with this joke of a hearing and deserves privacy as a punchline. And what's worse, it's met by laughter in the hearing room. What is being done to this country is no laughing matter. Carlin later offered a half-hearted apology. I want to apologize for uh, what I said earlier about the president's son. It was wrong of me to do that. I wish the president would apologize, obviously, for the things that he's done that's wrong, but I do regret having said that. Did the hearings in any way, shape, or form, even with a stack deck, three college professors in favor of impeachment and one not in favor of impeachment, did the deck move one whit? When it comes to these proceedings, 866-423-9578, 866-423-WLQV. I guess you'll have to answer that question. In the meantime, Lonnie Chen, a pundit and political observer on Fox News, said, no, he didn't think so. Lonnie, I talked about this today, about whether the needle is moved, whether anyone changes. The lawmakers currently set, and it's all really about the math, let alone the House math, but then the Senate math in the end. There is nothing here that changed the minds of any legislator. There's nothing here that changed the minds of many voters, right? I mean, we all know if you support President Trump, you're going to see these hearings one way. If you oppose him, you're going to see them in a very different light. And and this really was, you know, it was billed as a scholarly examination of whether the president's alleged actions rose to the level of impeachment. It wasn't a scholarly examination at all. It was an expression of opinion, opinions of members of Congress, which, by the way, were not changed by anything we heard today, and opinions of people who came in with prior political views, as we've discussed. 866-423-9578-866-423-WLQV. Dial that number. Join the conversation. Stay in queue. We will get to your calls as soon 
as possible. Later on this hour, we have our plugged-in movie review. Adam Holt steps into this forum to discuss a couple of pictures that he wants you to consider with regard to your time and money spent. So make sure you hear him at about 43 minutes past the hour. That's still coming up. 866-423-9578. Run to win the Daryl Wood Show. Jones in the metro area and wants to respond to the impeachment situation on the show today. Joan, thanks so much for your call. Okay, and thank you for taking my call. And great show as usual. Thank you. Okay. So about this uh, impeachment, which we all knew that this was going to happen, the question becomes, uh, first of all, it's amazing when I looked at that hearing how they willfully, willfully ignored the truth and particularly the truth of that phone call mm-hmm. that Donald Trump showed. Now, my question is, are you looking at the same phone call that we're looking at? That's right. And they, Yeah, and they're going to look at that and impeach him over something like that. It, it's amazing um, how bad they are. Okay, so now, to my understanding, as we talked about, I've talked about impeachment with family members, uh, they say that, okay, the Democrat will impeach him okay now it's going to go to the senate and they will uh, acquit him so when they acquit him he'll still be serving in the office as an impeach president or will the impeach be removed or not go forward you see what i'm trying to understand yeah no there will be no removal of the president of the united states that's number one number two it's even questionable whether articles of impeachment will actually make it from the House over to the Senate for a trial. My money is on. They won't. The other part about this is the Democrats are, as quietly as it's being kept, can't come up with enough decidedly concrete votes within its own party to push for a vote on impeachment. I'm going to play a couple of clips in just a moment that seem to prove the point, as well as this statement by the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, with regard to these articles that they claim they want to draft. The fact of the matter is they can't agree on whether they should. They can't agree on when they should. They are taking a look at the polling, and they see that it is not in their favor. In addition to that, they know that they are governing against the will of the American people. Are the articles of impeachment going to make it over to the Senate? I don't think they are, uh, quite frankly, John. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's say that it does, and they acquit him. So, what my, my real question is: Does this mean if when they acquit him, that he's going to still stay in office and serve as an impeach president? Well, That's Bill Bill Clinton about. did. Bill Clinton okay. did. Okay. Okay. That's Absolutely. Yeah, but it's not. It's time. not going to get that far, Joan. Well, I'm like that other lady, and I'm glad you comfort her because you comfort me too (laughs) (laughs) well i'm simply taking a look at the objective data on the ground and where these proceedings really are and what they're unearthing and what they aren't unearthing and these people still don't have a case right and because so it to me it felt like a very dark day very dark time in this country that we all grew up in and uh uh what they're doing to this country and they're a bunch of gangsters. They're not. They're not mm-hmm. kind of people. They're mobsters. That's they're right. They're like the purple gang. That's, That's what right. they are. They're gangsters. And That's they have right. a, a gangster mentality. 
They don't preserve, deserve the respect of being called Congress people. They're gangsters and monsters. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, Joan, and they will, <laughs> they will, at their convenience, wrap themselves in patriotism, symbols like the flag and the Constitution, as long right. as it suits their purposes. And at no other time do you hear these people talking about those hallowed patriotic or civic symbols. Joan, thank you so very much for your call to the program today. Once again, I say to you, as I've said to others, like our previous caller, Angela, fear not and let not your heart be troubled. 866-423-9578. It was Professor Carlin testifying in particularly partisan fashion the other day before the House Judiciary Committee who invoked this idea that when it comes to people around the country, a conservative folk, people who have a more conservative leaning and maybe part of the Republican Party in particular, are people who live spread out across the country because they can't stand to be around one another, just like liberals, progressives, and other leftists can't stand to be around them, whereas the leftists, the progressives, the Democrats at all Communist, socialist, totalitarians, fascist, and yes, even Nazis like to cluster together simply because they have affinity for one another. Someone took gross exception with that characterization of the American people, particularly those who are traveling in conservative circles and live in spread out fashion across this country. You know, the folks that do all the living and the dying and the paying of the bills and the taxes, as uh, Jimmy Stewart said in the film, It's a Wonderful Life. Kellyanne Conway, senior counsel for the President of the United States, took particular exception to Professor Carlin's characterization of Americana. If you, ladies and gentlemen, if you went to work today to manicure nails, to manicure lawn, if you went to work with a jackhammer or a welding machine or mechanics tools or a carpentry belt and not three degrees from Yale, that woman yesterday looks her nose down at you. She thinks that you are less than her, and I've had it. Do you know why that man ran for president in the first place, for the forgotten man, forgotten woman? You know why I'm still here at the White House? For you. For people who are looked down upon by people with three Yale law degrees have the audacity, audacity to say that liberals like to cluster together and live together. Well, conservatives can't even stand to be together. That's why they're scattered. Well, who the hell are you, ladies, to look Carlin. down at half of the country? Yeah, who are you, and why are you looking down at half of the country? Well, I'll tell you why, folks. She suffers from the same disease that many of these people running these proceedings suffer from, contempt for the American working man and or woman. 866-423-9578. I've said it to you before, and I'll say it again. You are viewed as nothing more than a piggy bank, a worker bee in these people's eyes. They've gotten it twisted. They don't work for you. You work for them. 866-423-9578. And that is right in line with the righteous indignation expressed by Kelly Ann Conway, senior advisor to the President of the United States. Tim's listening to the program in Sterling Heights wants to talk about this subject. Tim, thanks so much for calling. We're not hearing Tim, so I'm going to put him back in queue. And uh, uh, let's see, Luke, if we can get Tim's call up and on the air. In the meantime, dial 866-423-9578. 
888-900-9578. And let's talk about the news, the topics, the stories you really care about. And I was saying in regard to uh, this impact, the impact that these proceedings are having on the presidency, on the American people in particular, uh, you take a look at the polling, and it tells a, a very interesting story. Very interesting story. Uh, it is not, as some in the Democrat Party had hoped, a situation where the president's being soiled, where the president is being uh, diminished in the polling or in the opinions of the American people. It's just the opposite. The latest of Rasmussen Report polls uh, taking a look at what people think about the president and his performance with regard to his job and the economy in particular. Those numbers have gone from 46% over the last week, upwards of 52%. Gee, how do you think the Democrat Party is reacting to that? 866-423-9578. 866-423-WLQV. Dial that number. Join the conversation on the program today and have your say on this or any of the other topics that we are discussing. Yeah. Mr. Trump's job performance rating is now at 52% in the midst of all this impeachment falderall. That new poll showed that President Trump's approval rating is over 50%. Over 50%. And folks, you know my opinion with regard to these polls. You can, in many instances, write them off simply because of the sampling or the way it's done. One of the fairer, more accurate polls, one of the more consistent polls time and time again happens to be the Rasmussen Report polling of the president's job approval numbers. Up from 46-47% in the last week to 52% among likely U.S. voters. 866-423-9578. 866-423-WLQV. Dial that number. Join the conversation on Run to Win the Daryl Wood Show. Nancy Pelosi, in the meanwhile, says that as a result of all of that testimony that we heard the other day, from college professors, no less, you know, you're supposed to believe them because they're professorial. They know stuff. Nancy says on the basis of what we heard there yesterday, three of the professors favoring impeachment of the president by virtue of their testimony. And one of them saying, what is this headlong rush toward impeachment with a paucity of evidence, a lack of substantial evidence for any of the charges that these people want to make? Why are we doing this? It may be that Congress, said Professor Turley, is the organization now practicing abusive dynamics, abuse of power with regard to these impeachment proceedings. Nancy Pelosi, nevertheless, decided that she would talk about why it is that now's a good time to impeach the president. The facts are uncontested. The president abused his power for his own personal political benefit at the expense of our national security by withholding military aid and crucial Oval Office meeting in exchange for an announcement of an investigation into his political rival. Yesterday, the Judiciary Committee, at the Judiciary Committee, the American people heard testimony from leading American constitutional scholars who illuminated without a doubt 
that the President's actions are a profound violation of the public trust. The President's actions have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when he says and acts upon the belief. Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. Anybody recall the President saying that Article 2 of the Constitution of the United States gives the president plenary power in any decision-making capacity he chooses. The president has never said that, and no one else who's ever read the Constitution would say that. 866-423-9578. The Speaker. The president has engaged in abuse of power, undermining our national security, and jeopardizing the integrity of our elections. Yeah, jeopardizing the integrity of the elections, endangering national security. Really? You know, that's the latest one they tried to tack on as they they have struggled day after day after day to put together a statement of impeachable offense they think will make the difference, but now they think they're there. But with confidence and humility, with allegiance to our founders and a heart full of love for America, today I am asking our chairman to proceed with articles of impeachment. I commend our committee chairs and our members for their somber approach to actions which I wish the president had not made necessary. Yeah, here's the deal. I can't prove it in any way, shape, or form, but we do know these people. We do know how they think, and you can see it in the way they act. Articles of impeachment? Folks, they've crafted the articles of impeachment based on their bogus, false, lying narrative. Those things already exist and are probably in Adam Schiff's drawer somewhere. They're just waiting for the right time to trot them out. That's it. As they persist in this ongoing, protracted, never-ending, kabuki, theatrical production called the Impeachment Inquiry. And they'd be happy if the polling numbers would turn in their favor But those numbers aren't going to turn in their favor. And so what they will continue to do is persist in the insane. You'll hear one lawmaker make my point for me when we come back. Folks, I want to talk about MyPillow. There's nothing insane about making this purchase. Folks, my MyPillow came with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. I've been using it for over three years. Works just as well now as it did when I first used it. The custom-made MyPillow. If you don't have one, now's a good time to get one because Mike Lindell, CEO and inventor of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners here at WLQV by offering deep discounts on all MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now, right now, click that Radio Listener Special banner. Click that Radio Listener Special banner. You're going to find deep discounts all over the place. Take, for instance, that full-body pillow, $89.99. Enter the promo code. Run to win at checkout. Guess what? It becomes a $29.99 pillow. What a deal. There are other great MyPillow deals right now when you get over to MyPillow.com and click the Radio Listener Special banner. Additionally, if you want, you can call 800-919-5912. 800-919-5912. But folks, be sure and give them that great promo code to save big coin 
You know, run to win at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surrounddetroit.com. Surrounddetroit.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is Michael Medved for Town Hall. Despite strong economic growth of recent years, an even more important number tells a much less encouraging story. For three years in a row now, we've suffered an unprecedented decline in life expectancy, with self-inflicted harm striking more Americans in the prime of life. The lead author of a new study for the American Medical Association says the whole country is at a disadvantage compared to other wealthy nations. While people around the world enjoy steady increases in longevity, America has been moving in the wrong direction for the first time in a century. Experts say prime causes are drug overdoses, suicides, and alcoholism, deaths of despair that inflict a horrible toll despite declining rates of crime and poverty and dramatic improvements in medical care. Prospective leaders in an election year must confront this threat to our national well-being that prematurely steals spouses, parents, neighbors, and work colleagues from those who need them. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855 855- 565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. Eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Twenty six minutes past the hour. The times are flying, folks. If you want to get on the line, have your say on the news, the topics, the stories you really care about. Now's the time to do it. Eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Al Green, the Texas Democrat, says that if you think these impeachment proceedings have been protracted, you ain't seen nothing yet. A president can be impeached more than once. So we can do this. We can move forward with what we have on the table currently. We can take this before the Senate, and we can still investigate other issues. And when the president um, has committed additional offenses, and my suspicion is that he will, we can take those before the Senate. Uh, There is no limit on the number of times the Senate can vote 
uh, to convict or not a president. No limit to the number of times the House can vote to impeach or not a president. So you can see the strategy is clearly outlined here. This is the same Al Green that said we have to impeach him, otherwise we won't be able to beat him. Well, the fact of the matter is you can go ahead and try to impeach him all you want. That's not going to make a difference. Uh, Joe Biden's testimony before a Senate trial might not work either. I don't think he's going to be called on to do so, but he was asked by a reporter at one of his campaign stomps the other day if he would involuntarily show up, if he had to, to testify. He said, uh, well, this is what Joe said. No, I'm not going to let them take your eye off the ball. The president is the one who has committed impeachable crimes, and I'm not going to let him divert from that. I'm not going to let anybody divert from that. And uh, like I've heard me say a lot, a lot of times, he's worried about corruption. He's released 21 years of his taxes. What does that have to do with the question at hand? Are you going to show up to testify should a Senate trial take place? He's released 25 or 21 years of his taxes. What, so that means the president ought to release his tax returns? What does that have to do with showing up for a Senate trial, Joe? Joe, have you taken your medicine today? 866-423-9578. 866-423-9578. WLQV, dial that number. Join the conversation on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show. But you can see, the point is made. These people don't care about your business. All they care about is redoing the 2016 presidential election. They think this is the ticket. It is your responsibility to disabuse them of that notion. Uh, Come November 2020, 866 423 9578 Tim's in Sterling Heights wants to talk about some of those academics before the House Judiciary Committee this week. Tim, thanks for your call. Yeah, what a circus, huh? Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, I, you know, I say this with as much love as I can possibly say. What a wackadoodle. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I every time he opens his mouth, and you thought you heard it all. You know? That's right. But anyway, I just... This uh, professor that brought Barron into that, that's about as low class as they've gotten so far with all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they just did. And her apology, I listened to it on when you played it, there was absolutely zero sincerity in that. Yep. In the same, in the same sentence, you know, what about it is bad, you know, basically. So, that's right. You know, I, I, I didn't even accept that as an apology on behalf of the family because that, that was no apology in uh, – Anyway, the King thing, let's not forget about their their hero, President Obama, when he was labeled a king, he was labeled a messiah. I believe uh, I believe Time Magazine had a picture of him with a crown on his head. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, the apple's not falling far from the tree here with these people, you know, and I don't see anywhere where, where Trump is saying king. And I forgot the who was the French president when I don't what, it wasn't Macron when President Obama was president. Uh, it doesn't gee. matter. Yeah, he was. Yeah, touring. you got me right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got myself on that one. Um, he was. I remember this as plain as you and I are talking. When he was in France, he was uh, touring something with the president, but the president of France was about ten steps ahead of him. 
and he was with the president of France's lady secretary, whoever it was, and made the comment, um, you know, this is out of my schedule because there was a hot mic on him and he didn't know it. And he said, this is out of my schedule, but I can do whatever I want. I'm the president of the United States. I can do whatever I want, and they can deal with the schedule change. Hmm. Well, yeah, I guess, okay. and if, even if you limit it to the re- yeah, limited to the relevancy of the situation under discussion at that particular point in time, but the statement, nevertheless, will cause one to raise one's eyebrows. Well, I I added the schedule. He said his comment, quote end quote, and we can look it up, and I'll try and look it up. I'm the president. I can do whatever I want. And I and I do remember a statement somewhat to that effect, but I. I can't remember what the exact wording was. It's sort of like in the conversation on the issue of health care that he was having when he was meeting with Republicans in the Senate to try and broker some deal on how Obamacare would be would be handled in its in yeah. some kind of bipartisan fashion after that uh, that record uh, 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 one party vote to enact Obamacare. The uh, former President Obama said to Paul Ryan that uh, the Obamacare the Obamacare bill passed on unanimous vote. He says, I win. That's it. Yep. All right? That's so it. he did have that winner-take-all attitude. He always did. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just – and he made he, – he was probably one of the presidents that, that really cost a lot of people their lives because of his inability to make a decision. Mm-hmm. How many times did special forces get called back at the last minute? We don't mm-hmm. have, we don't have, we don't have, and people died. Yes. It's crazy. Benghazi, and, and go on further, when they had, um, what's his, they had uh, Osama in their sight. Mm-hmm. Nope, don't get him yet. That came from him. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and and we got Trump, who's got the spine of a two-by-four. He's not backing down from anybody. Mm-hmm. You're not breaking this man. Right? That's right. It, it wasn't all. It wasn't all time low though when they brought Barron into this because I believe that's twice. I think Hillary, Hillary's daughter Chelsea came to his de- Barron's defense. Once. Yes, it, that's so, right, uh, and she did speak out in opposition to them doing that because having been the child of a sitting president uh, who who could have easily become sport uh, in the PR mill, uh, she knows how that feels. Uh, so, Tim, I'm going to let it go there, and I thank you. I, th- I think if you take a look back during the Obama administration, at least from what I'm looking at, if you look at the uh, if you look at the years that o- Barack Obama was president of the United States, and you go roughly from any time after 2007 through 2012, uh, you were looking at at one point Nicolas Sarkozy and then Francois Hollande. Eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. At least that's what the data seem to indicate here. And you know how big we are on objective data. Eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Eight six six four two three. WLQV. Dial that number. Join the conversation on Run to Win the Daryl Wood Show. So yeah, there, there's a decidedly unsavory appeal, uh, unsavory look and feel, if you will, to these proceedings, has appeal for anti-Trump forces, does not for those who support a healthy American economy, uh, reduced regulation, academic progress, 
and just about anything you can think of with regard to better trade relations with countries like Mexico, Canada, and even China. If you support or are pro all of this, are you in favor of better relationships with those who pose heretofore problems for the United States of America? Well, if you are, I mean, it was the former president of the United States who said that he would go anywhere at any time with an unclenched fist, former President Barack Obama, to talk to any leader. He never did. Only Donald Trump has talked to those that we have heretofore not spoken with who may wish us harm. 866-423-9578, 866-423-WLQB. But are you in favor of better international relations? As Mr. Trump has demonstrated he is, are you in favor of a more sovereign border? where people aren't just indiscriminately flooding across it by the literal hundreds of thousands per month. And that number would be much higher as it approached nearly a million in one month until some of the provisions now in place on Donald Trump's watch were enacted. Are you in favor of a more sovereign border? 866-423-9578. I mean, these are just some of the bonuses. We're getting as a result of the current administration, none of which we got under the previous 866-423-9578. Run to win the Daryl Wood Show before we hit the break. Anna's listening to the program in St. Clair Shores. Anna, your thoughts on the mentioning of Baron Trump? Uh, yeah, um, as, as his name, it's not a title, but the title is Baron and Baroness. That means that they have no children. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, you could look at it that way, but if you're looking at it in the way that I think they may have been when they named him, they were thinking that he may be someone who in some way, shape or form bespeaks the royal heritage or nature of what the family hopes to leave as a legacy. Yeah, well, anyway, they shouldn't complain about his name. Yeah, they should leave him out of it altogether, especially in these proceedings. Anna, thanks so very much for your uh, your comment and contribution to the program. 866-423-9578, 866-423-WLQV. I want to get to this story about the climate, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to do it before we hit the uh, the break for our next commercial segment. And I don't think I am, so what I'm going to do is ask our show's official observer, Luke Hammett to prepare to take us out, Luke. 866-423-9578. He's doing that even as he screens your phone calls. Amazing. Run to Win the Daryl Wood Show continues after the break. But this is what I say to dads. Her love and respect for you has not changed. Her need for you has not changed. When she pulls back, it has nothing to do with you and everything about her. Dr. Meg Meeker on Focus on the Family Minute with an important word for dads. 
Because teenage girls feel so awkward. Their self-esteem goes down. They don't know if they're attractive. You know, they feel that the, everybody in the world sees the pimple on their forehead. And so they pull back from their dads because they don't know how to navigate the relationship. So a healthy response for a dad is, okay, I'm going to continue to pursue my daughter. I'm not going to back out of her life. She can back out of mine, but I'm going to still pursue her and go after her. But I'm going to do it in a different way. Your teen daughter needs your attention and approval. You'll hear more from Dr. Meg Meeker about different ways to build your daughter up at FamilyMinute.org. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surrounddetroit.com. Surrounddetroit.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now's your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. Folks, it's our two, segment three time for Adam Holtz and our Plugged In Movie Review. Adam, once again, welcome aboard. What do you have for us? Well, Daryl, it's a pretty quiet week, but we do have one thing to talk about in depth and one thing to talk about really in passing. All right. Uh, I'm going to launch with the in passing one because we can deal with it fairly quickly. Uh, The only wide release this week is Playmobil, the movie. And the reason I can deal with it quickly is they didn't screen it for critics. So I haven't Mm. seen it yet. Wow. Um, I can deduce from the trailers that we're sort of in Lego movie territory. I can also deduce from its 23% rating on Rotten Tomatoes that it is not achieving probably the kind of uh, critical mass that perhaps they were hoping for. Mm. And uh, we're going to see it tonight, and we'll have our review up tomorrow morning for all the details. You you know, Adam, I'm sitting here asking myself, in 2019... A sophisticated movie-going public in the Western world, are they really clamoring for movies like Playmobil the movie? 
You know, I think that's a terrific question. I asked myself the same question. And I think, unfortunately, when Hollywood sees that there's any kind of formula that works, we'll get every iteration of that formula mm. before it dies. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had Trolls movies. We've had, you know, I'm sure there are other movies based on toys. Well, obviously, the Transformer, you know, franchise. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, somebody got sent to a cubicle and said, comb through every brand and everything that we ever had in the last 50 years and find something we can turn into a movie. And so, you know, that's where we're at today. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, you do have another choice for us. I do. I do, and it's a really interesting one. There's a movie opening in limited release, so it may not be at every single multiplex across the country, but uh, I'm sure in the Detroit area it's playing at least a few places. It's called The Aeronauts. And aeronaut is a word that they used back in the 1800s to describe people who went up in what we now call hot air balloons. Mm-hmm. So this story features on kind of an this story features an odd couple. Uh, it features a woman um, played by Felicity Jones, and she's a widow. She lost her husband, her beloved husband, in a, a balloon accident a few years before. And she has teamed up with Eddie Redmayne, and you might remember both these actors got together in 2014 for Mm -hmm. the theory of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've got pretty good chemistry. He's a a very stuffy, bookish, academic guy studying the weather. And in 1862, he is convinced that he can figure out weather patterns. He's mocked by the establishment, and pretty much everybody says, you're crazy. So he teams up with her, and they go up in a hot air balloon to do two things, to set a new altitude record and to gather information for his weather studies, Mm. except things go awry, and they end up going much, much, much higher than they thought they were going to go. So this is a balloon goes up, balloon goes down. That's the short version. Okay. It's remarkable what happens in the process. So is this a good story? It is a good story, and it's about... 50% 50% based on reality. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie Redmayne's character, his name is James Glacier, uh, is based on a real scientist who really did go up in balloons to get weather information. Unfortunately, Felicity Jones' character uh, is sort of a fictional fabrication. So I'm going to give it about a, a 50% for historical accuracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both of them have stuff they have to deal with from their past. And I think what's really terrific about this is it almost feels like an updated Disney-style movie from the 70s. Mm. We have one, one, really mild profanity, no sexual content, no, you know, really egregious content of any kind. We see a few people drinking at a ball. But, I mean, there's, there's essentially no content here at all other than the peril they face in the balloon. And I will only say if you're afraid of heights or squeamish or don't like watching people doing risky, crazy things, this might not be the movie for you. Uh, but it also sounds like it's a bit akin to watching uh, Dick Van Dyke and Julie Andrews. Yeah, well, a little bit. It's a little bit more serious than that. I mean, it's certainly oh, sure. not a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I couldn't help have... with your Disney reference to the 70s. Those are the first two yeah. people I thought about. Right, I and mean, maybe some of the more dramatic stuff in the mm-hmm. 70s. So it's, mm-hmm. not a, it's not a comedy. It's certainly right. a drama and an action adventure, but... It's the kind that nobody makes, and I want to just get up and scream, you know, standing on my chair, go see this movie. This is the kind of movie we say we want. We need to support it. So if you're at all inclined to go to the movies, this is a great one to go see this weekend. And you know, Daryl, 
do I ever say that? No, I, I was about to say, I will ask if we're going to rate it on a scale of one to five for family, friendliness, watchability, and time well spent. Where does it fall? I'm going to give it a four and a half. Wow. I'm, I'm only docking it a point because that peril that I mentioned might be a bit much for sensitive audiences, but... Um, I'm looking forward to taking my kids to it. So I think they'll love it. Sounds real good. Sounds like it's one I'm going to put on the list at your behest, Adam. And I appreciate the time and the information you shared with us today. Well, thanks, Daryl. I always enjoy talking to you on Thursday afternoons. I hope you and your listeners have a terrific weekend. Thank you. Do the same, sir. And I guess I'll say it uh, now as uh, the first person to whom I will be saying it, uh, as I will to others all through the month, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too, Daryl. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. 866-423-9578. 866-423-WLQB. Ralph's on the line in Dearborn Heights. Uh, Ralph, we're switching gears to get back to you before the break. Uh, what's the question? Um, Daryl, I wanted to get your take on something because I value your opinion because uh, I find that I agree almost with almost everything that you have to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. What what I was thinking about was um, you said something, and uh, forgive me, I'm a senior citizen, so I don't remember exactly what the reference was, but it made me think uh, what's happening here with uh, the president and the Democrats and all of this, it's basically a version of something that I've noticed that didn't happen when I was a kid. But it's happening now. If you have a child, let's say a teenager, and they commit a crime, I mean, it could be something super serious like murder. Uh, The parents and the family is always in denial. and, uh, And they stick up for the kid. And uh, they'll help them run away, mm-hmm. even if, if that's necessary. And that it's that same mentality that's going on with people who will not give their president a chance. You know, Americans love to talk about being fair and, and you know, they're there for the underdog and this and that. Well... Why can't they give the president a little bit of that? Well, Ralph, it is simply because the president represents something they did not expect. That is, an adult who enters the room at a key point in time in American history and actually exercises honest authority. That's what the president is doing, and he's holding people accountable. He's an outsider, and he wasn't supposed to win. You need look no further than that cursory explanation. Run to win the Daryl Wood Show. Back after the break. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! 
Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds Mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, Uh a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. God bless you. This is Cardinal Bishop Hoskins and... Pastor Gene from Power of Faithful Gospel Evangelical Music Ministry. We're here live in the studio every second and fourth Sunday, 92.7 FM and 1500 AM at 12.30. Or on the internet at faithtalkdetroit.com. Join us the second and fourth Sunday at 12.30 PM. God bless you and God keep you and keep walking, walking with the word. God is peace, God is love, God is joy. God bless you. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Most people in today's economy are taking a roller coaster ride with their investments. With Vantage Point Software, you can remove that dynamic from your investment strategy once and for all. Vantage Point has spent the last three decades perfecting an artificial intelligence process that you can put to use today to take advantage of market fluctuations and make money no matter which way the market moves. Vantage Point Software analyzes massive quantities of data all around the world in seconds so you get the information you need to make the right decisions to optimize your profits. Vantage Point is making its exclusive market forecast process available to you for free when you text money to 411411. That's M-O-N-E-Y to 411411. We'll send you a link to your free market forecast so you take back control of your financial future. Text money to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. minutes past the hour. Run to win. The Daryl Wood Show, folks. We're about to put the capstone on today's edition of Run to Win the Daryl Wood Show. You still have time to get in and on the line should you choose to do so. One of the stories that I was taking a look at this week, which seems to come up again and again with regard to the United States and birth rate. Now, I won't have a lot of time to share all the details of this one, but I will come back to it probably on the show tomorrow. We are now seeing, again, in another protracted look by organizations like the Centers for Disease Control and others at the birth rates here in the United States of America. And for all the talk about abortion that we engage in on this program, One of the other subjects that we typically return to over and over again is the population. There are those who believe that the population must be paired. That is to say, it must be cut in order for the planet to survive. That's the climate change crowd. That's the global crowding clan, clique. They believe we have limited resources and can only uh, support so many people on this globe and therefore must start seriously considering cutting the population. And then there are those who say we need more folks if we're going to maintain a healthy planet and a healthy country. 
Here in the United States of America, the birth rate has fallen again. 866-423-9578, 866-423-WLQV. Dial that number, join the conversation on Run to Win, the Daryl Show. And unlike other Western countries and uh, other countries in the world where the birth rate is a bit higher than it is in the United States of America that may not be so wealthy, our birth rate here in this country, for a number of different reasons, continues to decline. Among them, drug abuse, suicide is another. What's going on in these United States? 866-423-9578. Plus the fact that women just aren't having children at the rate that we need them for a safe and healthy replacement population, which affects all kinds of dynamics, societally, economically, educationally, and otherwise. As if that weren't enough, one of the other stories that I want to talk about, and we'll probably do so again on the show tomorrow, is this idea that folks who are fear-mongering on the basis of the climate are saying that the birth rate increases by 5% on days when the temperature exceeds 90 degrees. The birth rate increases by 5% on days when the temperature exceeds 90 degrees. In other words, climate change could put women at risk for giving birth too early. Warmer temperatures wrought by climate change, they say, could put women at risk for giving birth early. That, according to the new research, adding to existing knowledge, they say, on health complications tied to extreme temperatures. High air temperatures have been linked to heat stroke, as well as higher pollen levels, which can trigger asthma, according to the World Health Organization. The study published by the journal Nature Climate Change, the journal Nature Climate Change, that ought to be your clue right there. I'll guarantee you it's published by a group of people who are in the bag for more government control, more academic oversight of climate and taxation policy. The study published in the journal Nature Climate Change this week found that the United States, with regard to birth rate, sees a birth rate increase by 5% on days when the temperature exceeds 90 degrees. Researchers analyzed country-level birth rates over 20 years to make their projections and estimated that heat exposure translated into 25,000 infants born earlier than predicted each year, approximately 150,000 hours of lost gestational time. Although the researchers described the average length that gestation was shortened, approximately 6.1 days, as, quote, modest, end quote, some babies were born two weeks early. Well, you know what? My response to this is that this early information or these comparisons uh, do not argue for in any way, shape, or form, and I'm no scientist, causation. You may have noticed a trend But that doesn't mean we need to uproot the way we live our lives because the baby was born six days early. 866-423-9578. 866-423-WLQV. There's much more in this report, some of which I will share with you on the program tomorrow. We are just out of time today. And I can't go any further and do the story justice. So make sure that you are tuned in tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, 
when we will once again be unearthing some of the news, the topics, and the stories that you care about and some that you didn't even know you cared about until you heard it here. 866-423-9578. Write it down. Use it early. Use it often. I will say that the Brain Trust from Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries is in the building. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.